It's the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. We're looking at World Cup 2026 qualifying in the Asian region. This is round one, the preliminary round. Our eighth pairing is Indonesia versus Brunei. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada, Series 21. I'm Kevin, and uh, we are starting a massive set of series looking at World Cup 2026 qualifying. And Series 21 covers three rounds uh, of qualifying for the Asian region, or the AFC. And this is the eighth of ten media casts covering the preliminary round of qualifying. These are the bottom 20 teams in the AFC region playing home and away, the 10 winners advancing to the second round. This is then, uh, as I said, uh, set 8 of 10, and it covers Indonesia versus Brunei. And we've been wanting to cover the weaker countries in world soccer because they get little attention. Most media casts focus on the big teams, but these small teams have interesting histories as well. However, some of them never get on the radar because they are often knocked out in early rounds. In addition, they're often hard to separate, and in the minds of even ardent soccer fans, they just clump together into a nebulous category of weak teams at the bottom of the table. Part of the goal here is to make them more distinct. Throughout, then, we will be mentioning the teams they beat or the teams that usually beat them. We name these teams on purpose so that fans can, little by little, build an impression of how strong each team is relative to those around them. At this point, we usually give some information about our past, present, and future media casts. However, we don't want too much information in our introduction here, so we have made a separate media cast that covers what we've been doing recently and uh, what we plan to cover over the next nine months or so. It will be published around October 15th, 2023, and can also be found at the addresses that YouTubers can see on the graphic. Uh, also, we will give a link to that in the show notes, uh, especially for the podcast listeners. Okay, on with the show here. So we are covering the eighth of the 10 preliminary pairings here. And in part one, we will introduce a little bit about the two countries competing, their location and population. And part two, we'll do an overview of each team's history and of their recent form. This series uh, has a deep dive into each team's history in World Cup qualifying. And the Asian region is further divided into what we call localities, and they play a big role uh, in Asian soccer. So part two uh, touches on this often neglected aspect of the team's histories. Uh, part three will be a comparison of the two teams in terms of ranking, head-to-head -head records, and odds. And we will end with a discussion of their prospects and our prediction as to who will advance from this round. Okay, let's jump right in and look at our first team, uh, which is Indonesia. 
Uh, Indonesia was known as the Dutch East Indies before 1949, though all information on the team is included in this, uh, in this file. Uh, Indonesia is the world's largest uh, archipelago. Uh, arch I always have trouble with this word. Uh, group of island nations, and it is bordered by the nations of uh, Pau Pau New Guinea, uh, East Timor, and Malaysia. It is the most populous Muslim majority nation. And speaking of population, uh, it has 278 million people. Indonesia is the fourth largest country in the world and the third largest in Asia. Uh, Brunei is at the other end of the scale, really. It's also known as Brunei Darussalam. Uh, and it's located on the island of Borneo in Southeast Asia. So, um, uh, for the biggest part of Borneo is uh, is actually Indonesia, that's the south part, and most of the north part is uh, part of Malaysia, and then a small part of that is Brunei. So apart from its coastland with the South China Sea, it's completely surrounded by the state of Sarawak uh, in Malaysia, East Malaysia. Uh, the population of Brunei is uh, 450,000, so it is 176th in the world and 51st in Asia. I think that is the smallest uh, of the countries in the Asian region because uh, uh, with the statistics we're using, Guam is not um, on that list. I think Guam is around the same size or a bit smaller in terms of population. So uh, one of the biggest countries in Asia against one of the smallest countries in Asia here. Let's move on and uh, begin with an overview of uh, Indonesia's participation and strength. Now the uh, information on the graphic for YouTubers uh, is very small here. But don't worry, we will be uh, expanding these and looking at them one by one. But this is just an overview of their participation and strength. So Indonesia has a very long history, first entering the World Cup in 1938 and in fact qualifying for it. Uh, they entered again in 1950, but withdrew then and several times after. It was only in 1974 where they completed a qualification uh, uh, for the first time, apart from that 1938 uh, uh, edition. Considering that history, they were fairly late in joining the Asian Cup, first entering in 1968. However, they had never failed to complete qualification in either competition until 2018, where they were disqualified uh, from World Cup play, and that punishment had uh, automatically meant disqualification also for the 2019 Asian Cup. Indonesia's regional group is the AFF, or the ASEAN Football Federation. ASEAN is an acronym within an acronym standing for the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. So their first tournament took place in 1996, and it's held every two years. Uh, Indonesia has participated in all 14 editions. In terms of strength, 
their successful qualification for the World Cup, uh, that was under the name of Dutch East Indies, makes them the first Asian team to qualify for a World Cup, a wonderful badge in their record. In truth, though, they are a third-tier team who have never, never otherwise reached the Cup after that and indeed have never even reached the final round of World Cup qualifying. Third tier also means struggling to reach the regional cup, and it took until 1996 for them to make an appearance at the Asian Cup. Uh, though they did qualify four times in a row after that, they didn't pass the group stage any of those times. In qualification and in the tournament, they may take the odd points off second or even top tier teams, but they do not challenge them at the campaign level and at best act as a spoiler to their campaigns. In their local cup, they're competitive among the third tier teams that dominate the Southeast Asian region, or locality I should say, and are arguably one of the strongest in that area since they have reached the final in almost half of the editions. The locality on the whole though is weaker than the Middle East or the East Asian localities. Okay, let's dig in a little deeper uh, with the World Cup uh, overview. So their 1938 World Cup run consisted of one game, a 6-0 loss to the mighty Hungary. Uh, that was actually uh, in the finals, and we'll look at qualifying uh, when we do the deep dive. Uh, they returned in 1958 and played three games to pass round one of three, but then refused to play Israel and became the second of several teams to withdraw in a worldwide round of anti-Semitism. From 1974, they played in groups which sometimes involved teams from the Oceanic region. They invariably earned a few points in every campaign, but usually finished in the bottom half of the table at the semi-final stage of qualifying. They challenged strong teams only at the game level, never enough at the campaign level to come close to the final round. They were disqualified in 2018 for government interference in the sport and returned with a fairly weak showing in 2022. Okay, let's take a look at the uh, regional cup here. Uh, they have a better record in the Asian cup. Here they came close to qualifying for the cup in 1972, agonizingly close in 1984 and 1988, and finally made it in 1996. As we mentioned before, they qualified four times in a row after that, from 1996 to 2007, though they've never made it past a group stage. 2011 saw them tying all three teams in the qualifying group, but finishing last and their disqualification for the uh, 2018 World Cup automatically carried into the uh, 2019 Asian Cup since, as we will see, the first two rounds acted as qualifiers for both cups. Uh, they successfully qualified for the 2023 Asian Cup and have a better chance now, uh, the expanded cup allowing more opportunity for third-tier teams. Okay, and uh, next we'll take a look at the local uh, Southeast Asian Cup. Uh, the, though they have never won the tournament, they have finished second six times. Indonesia is one of the strongest teams in the weak ASEAN region, uh, alongside Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia, and sometimes Singapore. 
though they have never won the tournament, uh, they have, as we mentioned, finished six, uh, finished second six times. That includes three times in a row from 2000 to 2004, which coincides with their Asian Cup appearances and making that their strongest period. Their most recent second place finishes were in 2016 and 2020, although they sandwiched, uh, uh, although those two results sandwiched a somewhat shameful result in 2018, coming fourth or fifth in the group stage behind Philippines and Singapore. All right, let's move on to the deep dive for the World Cup. Uh, so we said we would look at their qualifying for this cup. Uh, Indonesia, under the name of Dutch East Indies, qualified automatically for the 1938 World Cup. Uh, there were a few entrants from the region. Well, there were few entrants from the region. And when Japan withdrew, uh, they took the available spot. Uh, there were more entrants in the 1950 World Cup, and they were in a group with India, Burma, which is now Myanmar, and the Philippines. However, uh, they withdrew from that qualifying group, and uh, uh, incidentally, India um, was the only team that didn't withdrew, so they, they qualified automatically, just like Indonesia in 1938. Uh, Indonesia also, uh, uh, they didn't enter in 1954, and they also withdrew in 1958, but in this case they did play some games before doing so. And that story is worth a bit of a deep dive here. Indonesia passed a preliminary round automatically when Chinese Taipei withdrew. They proceeded to another knockout round with China, where the two exchanged home wins. Indonesia would have won on away goals had the rule existed, but the procedure at the time was to have a replay uh, on neutral ground. So that was played in Burma, now Myanmar, and it went scoreless, even after extra time. Penalty shootouts were not yet invented, so it was decided that Indonesia won on away goals uh, over the first two games there. So perhaps that invented the criterion uh, because of this situation, I'm not sure. Anyway, it advanced them to a further knockout round against uh, Israel, but East, uh, Indonesia refused to play Israel and requested the game be, uh, sorry, refused to play in Israel and requested the game be played on neutral ground. FIFA rejected this and Indonesia withdrew. So, um, interesting story there. They entered again in 1962, but withdrew from a group with South Korea and Japan before any games were played. And then they didn't enter over the next two editions. And when they returned in 1974, they were part of an odd kind of catch-all group, um, grouped with Australia, New Zealand, and Iraq. And the qualifying tournament was played mostly in Australia. So they bested New Zealand in this group to finish ahead of them and otherwise earned a draw off Iraq. But it was a third place finish uh, where only the top team, Australia, advanced. In 1978, um, the group was, um, was just Asian teams, actually mo mostly Southeast Asian teams. Uh, the group finished, uh, interestingly, the opposite of what current rankings would probably be. 
it finished Hong Kong on top, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, and then Thailand at the bottom. 1982 uh, returned them to another catch-all group with New Zealand, who won this time. Uh, Australia, Chinese, Taipei, and Fiji were the other teams, and Indonesia finished third of five. 1986 was a good year, and they actually dominated the first round, uh, winning the group over India, Thailand, and Bangladesh. However, they were no match for South Korea in the following knockout round. Indonesia earned home draws with North Korea and Japan in the first two games of the 1990 campaign, but they finished behind both of them. Uh, Hong Kong was the fourth team in the group, so they did manage to finish out of last place there. A far weaker showing in 1994 saw them losing all games in the five-team group, except at home to Vietnam. Uh, that single result and a better goal difference was enough uh, to see them finish off the bottom of the table. Again, fourth or fifth place there with Vietnam behind. Uh, the next three campaigns... Uh, earned more points against weaker teams, but the result was usually the same, uh, third place in a group of four. 2002 was slightly better, second place, but that was because the opponents were weaker. Uh, 2010 saw them uh, pass the preliminary round when Guam withdrew, and they faced uh, Syria uh, in the uh, round two and uh, were knocked out. Uh, however, in 2014, after receiving a bye in the first round, they uh, beat out Syria in that second round and uh, reached the semi-final round. Uh, however, they lost all games in the group stage uh, that followed and finished in uh, fourth place behind Bahrain. Now, Indonesia was disqualified from the 2018 uh, World Cup due to... Um, uh, government interference in the sport. They actually were in a group. They had uh, received a bye in the first round because they weren't one of the 12 weakest teams in the region. And in the second round, uh, they were in a group of five but didn't play any games uh, there. Uh, 2018 uh, saw them return. Uh, no, sorry, I mixed up. 2022, uh, we'll see them return, but we're going to cover that uh, in the recent games section, which actually we move on to uh, here. So a little bit later, but we are starting the recent games section uh, from the 2019 uh, Asian Cup. And uh, actually, the 2018 uh, World Cup made up the first two rounds of this. And as we saw, they did uh, receive a bye in the first round and then uh, not play any games in the second round because they were disqualified. So that also disqualified them from the 2019 Asian Cup. So actually, their first tournament upon returning, uh, returning was their local cup, the AFF Cup. Uh, played among Southeast Asian teams. And uh, here, they uh, tied Vietnam, uh, but finished first in uh, the group stage, uh, both teams uh, beating Malaysia, Cambodia, and Laos to advance to the semifinal round. Uh, those semifinal games were actually played home and away. 
So they tied host Singapore in both legs of the semifinal, but scored uh, two goals in extra time uh, to advance to the final round. Um, in that final round, they uh, lost the first game at home to Thailand, so it was pretty much all over by then, and earning a 2-2 draw in Thailand in the second game was a bit of a, a Pyrrhic victory there. So uh, again, uh, as is their custom, they, they reach the final, but don't win uh, in it. So um, they'll be hoping to do that next time around, I suppose. Uh, next competition is the their return to the World Cup in 2022. So they were not one of the bottom-ranked 12 teams required to play in the preliminary round. Um, despite that, they came in as the pot five team, uh, just one point in the ranking uh, behind Malaysia, who uh, or sorry, ahead of Malaysia, who had had to play in the in the preliminary round. So the group stage proved that it should have been they who played the preliminary round because they were beaten in both games by Malaysia. And in fact, they only earned um, a single point out of the eight games uh, away in Thailand, just like in the final of the, uh, of the previous local cup, a 2-2 draw with Thailand, uh, who actually performed quite poorly in this round. Thailand finished fourth in the group and they finished uh, fifth. So a very uncompetitive performance there. Uh, the next tournament is once again the local cup. And there was a qualifying round for this cup and Indonesia received a bye. Uh, and in the group stage, uh, they seem to come back to form uh, with wins over Cambodia, Brunei and the Philippines. And again, they tied Thailand there, uh, but they finished behind them again. Um, actually uh, tied on the on the top of the group on points but behind on goal difference nevertheless both of them advanced and once again it was a home and away semi-final so they tied vietnam at home but then lost one nothing away to uh, uh be knocked out in the semi-finals okay the last thing we'll look at is their asian cup 2023 qualifying and because the first two rounds were uh, World Cup 2022 qualifying we've seen them they received a bye in the first round and performed poorly in the second round just a single tie against Thailand to finish bottom of the group because they finished bottom of the group uh, they didn't advance uh, automatically to the third round as the fourth place team did they rather had to go through uh, a playoff round to reach the uh, round three of three. That playoff was against Chinese Taipei and they won both legs. So they did reach the final round uh, through that through that uh, route. And in the final round, they did quite well. They beat Kuwait in their opener, uh, lost just one nothing to Jordan and then thrashed Nepal seven nothing to finish second in the group uh, behind Jordan and advanced to the uh, 2023 Asian Cup. So uh, finally, they have uh, gotten back to the Asian Cup after quite a long absence. Okay, I, I've already moved ahead in the graphic. Uh, we are uh, done with uh, Indonesia, and we move on to looking at Brunei. Um, 
So we begin with an overview of their participation and achievements. In World Cup competition, before recent times, they entered only in 1986 and 2002, uh, usually choosing not to uh, enter, but actually being suspended for the 2014 edition for uh, uh, government interference in the sport. Uh, however, since 2008, they, uh, 2018, they have entered consistently, which is just two tournaments. Uh, the gap is even bigger, a 24-year absence in the Asian Cup, where they entered twice in 1972 and 1976, and then uh, were away until 2000. But uh, participation has been fairly consistent since then, except for them uh, being suspended um which we'll get into later um their attendance in the local group of southeast asian teams so this is the same group as uh, indonesia the aff or the southeast asian locality uh, has been patchy even recently uh, they joined the first two editions in 1996 and 1998 but then didn't enter again until 2007 and they entered relatively consistent, consistently after that, except for 2010 when they didn't enter and 2020 when they withdrew. In terms of strength, uh, Brunei is a fifth tier team all the way. Fifth, team, uh, fifth tier is the lowest level and um, they're even weak uh, within that range. Uh, making them one of the most feeble teams in the world. They tend to get beaten even by other fifth-tier teams. Okay, we move on to the uh, World Cup overview. And um, we see that their participation has been uh, quite, quite patchy in this. And 1986 and 2002 were their only entries before 2018. Uh, both uh, of those qualifying rounds were group stages where they lost all games. Uh, 2018 actually uh, earned them their first point in World Cup qualification as they won the first leg in their preliminary round. Uh, and we'll take a look at the 2022 campaign uh, there too. So very little history in the World Cup there and what history there is shows them to be uh, very weak. We'll take a closer look, by the way, at World Cup in the uh, in the um, deep dive. But we're going to look at Asian Cup in overview. Uh, Brunei have never come close to reaching the Asian Cup. Uh, they entered the 1972 and 1976 editions, but were quickly ousted from both. It took until 2000 uh, for them to return after that. And uh, though they suffered one heavy loss, the other two games were respectable uh, one-nothing losses. The following campaign in 2004 earned them their first point, but they still finished bottom of the group. Uh, their general weakness made them perfect candidates for the AFC Challenge Cup, a tournament designed in 2006 for the weaker teams in the Asian region. So the 2006 edition, the first one, allowed automatic uh, qualification and was really played only among the very weak in the region. Uh, they were competitive at this level, but finished third in the group, tied on points with the team advancing in second. 
Uh, they didn't qualify for the next two editions and in fact earned only a single tie over the qualifying campaigns despite the low level of the opponents. In 2012 they were suspended, uh, they were under a suspension and in 2014 they withdrew uh, from the group. We're going to see a bit later that um, they were involved in the 2016 tournament, kind of a reformatted version of the Challenge Cup called the Solidarity Cup. Uh, however, as far as the Asian Cup goes, they uh, returned uh, to the newly formatted 2019 uh, edition, where all teams uh, once again qualified for the same cup. Uh, World Cup qualifying made up the first two rounds uh, of that, and we have seen that they were knocked out in the preliminary rounds. Um, that means the preliminary round exits in the 2019 and 2023 Asian Cups uh, qualified them for a somewhat new tournament, the Solidarity Cup. The difference between the uh, Challenge Cup and the Solidarity Cup is that the Solidarity Cup is only for teams knocked out in early rounds of Asian Cup qualifying. And it's usually the very weakest teams uh, that join in that cup. And um, uh, having been knocked out early in both uh, recent Asian Cups, um, Brunei made that tournament. So we'll take a look at uh, that in recent qualifying. Even though it was in 2016, it was part of the uh, uh, 2019 Asian Cup qualifying. Okay, let us move on to the local cup. And uh, Brunei also is part of the uh, AFF region, the tournament for uh, teams of the Southeast Asia, uh, Asian region is called the ASEAN Cup. And the group as a whole, as we said, is quite weak. The best of them, only third tier teams. Uh, that group also houses some of the weakest teams in Asia, but that actually gives good competition among themselves. Myanmar and recently Philippines are fourth tier teams, while Laos and Cambodia are fifth tier, but seem too strong for Brunei, um, though they do earn the odd point off of these teams. They only take points regularly from East Timor, who is also in the group. Uh, Brunei usually doesn't reach the finals of the local tournament, uh, doing so only in their first entry in 1996 and again in 2022, when in both cases the usual 18 tournament was expanded to 10 teams. Okay, and we'll look at that 2022 campaign on the recent uh, uh, recent campaigns, but first we'll do the deep dive into uh, Brunei's short World Cup history. So their first entry into the World Cup in 1986 uh, placed them in a group stage. They lost all games, even to the weak Macau, and finished last in the group. Uh, they didn't enter again until 2002, uh, but it was the same result. Uh, while they did suffer their first double-digit loss there, losing 12 nothing to United Arab Emirates, they also had respectable uh, one nothing losses to both India and Yemen, uh, but they did finish last in the group behind both of them. Uh, another long absence followed, uh, and that included a FIFA suspension in 2014. So they only returned in 2018, and their campaign began 
with their first ever World Cup qualifying points, a one nothing win in the preliminary round over Chinese Taipei. Uh, that it was in the away leg gave them a big advantage, but they lost the home leg 2-0 and unfortunately were out on goal difference. They were competitive at the lowest level in 2022 also, but we'll look at that uh, uh, in recent history. And actually we move on to recent history now uh, and we begin with the Asian Cup in 2019. The first two rounds of um, Asian Cup 2019 qualifying were the first two rounds of World Cup 2018 uh, qualifying. And we saw that uh, there, uh, despite winning away in Chinese Taipei in the first leg, uh, they lost by a bigger margin at home and so were knocked out. And uh, they went down then to the uh, Solidarity Cup, uh, a cup designed solely for teams knocked out early. Uh, as Brunei were. Um, it's a bit confusing, uh, this is Asian Cup 2019 qualifying, but it actually began uh, three years earlier, so um, the Solidarity Cup was in 2016, but after uh, the early rounds of uh, Asian Cup qualifying there, or World Cup qualifying, uh, really. Okay, so uh, in the 2016 Solidarity Cup, uh, they won their first game 4 nothing over East Timor, but lost 3-0 uh, to Nepal uh, in the second leg. Nevertheless, both they and Nepal uh, advanced to the uh, next round. In the semi-finals, they faced Macau, uh, to whom they lost 4-3 on penalties, and they also lost the third place match to Laos. 3-2. So you can see uh, some of the weakest teams in Asia here, and uh, even amongst them, uh, they were also uh, fairly weak. So a fourth place finish uh, in that Solidarity Cup. Um, the next tournament was the uh, local cup, the AFF Cup, uh, in 2020. However, they withdrew uh, from that competition due to COVID concerns. Uh, 2022 World Cup was their next competition, and uh, they also uh, were ousted in the preliminary round here. Uh, they lost uh, away to Mongolia in the first leg, uh, but despite winning in the second, couldn't make up the goal difference. So once again, out at the preliminary uh, stage there. Uh, their local cup, the ACN uh, Cup in 2022, uh, saw them uh, in a qualifying round. Uh, only the two weakest teams uh, are in the qualifying round there. So it was them and East Timor. And uh, they beat East Timor 6-2 in the first leg. And uh, uh, despite losing in the second leg, um, advanced to the uh, group stage. In the group stage, they lost all four games to Thailand, uh, Indonesia, Philippines, and Cambodia. And uh, so once again, kind of proving uh, weak, even among the weak teams in the region. Asian Cup 2023 qualifying is next. And we saw that in World Cup 2022 qualifying, which makes up the first two rounds, they were knocked out by Mongolia. And so once again, they were supposed to go to the Solidarity Cup. However, the Solidarity Cup was in 2020 and the tournament was canceled due to COVID. So that was the end of both their uh, World Cup and Asian Cup uh, 
most recent careers, just a single uh, knockout round in the preliminaries. Okay, so we move on to part three, where we analyze the strength of the teams. And uh, you can see that uh, there's a bit of a mismatch here. And actually that mismatch is a result of the preliminary round expanding from 12 teams in 2018 and 2022 to 20 teams in 2026. So we saw that Indonesia uh, received a buy in those rounds in the previous two World Cup uh, World Cups, but are caught up in qualifying uh, in the preliminary round this time. And really, when the preliminary round becomes that big. Um, it creates that problem of sometimes uh, big mismatches where the weaker team really stands uh, no chance. So I think it would be better if they do maybe uh, two rounds of preliminaries with the weakest playing each other and then the winners of that going on to play teams like Indonesia and Hong Kong. Uh, anyway, we see the uh, bottom 20 teams were divided into two pots. So uh, pot one uh, were teams 27 to 36 in Asia, and pot two were teams 37 to 46 uh, in Asia. And um, Indonesia was the second in pot one, so the second strongest team required to go through qualification. Uh, they were 28th in Asia. And uh, we'll look at their FIFA rankings right away here. Meanwhile, Brunei uh, are actually not the weakest team uh, in the region. Surprises me that they're actually uh, five above the bottom team. Not sure I agree with that. They're 42nd uh, on this list for Asia. And we'll look at their FIFA rankings also. So uh, in terms of FIFA rankings, Indonesia is 150 in um uh, FIFA rankings and Brunei is 191. That's the most recent uh, FIFA ranking there. Um, in ELO, it looks a bit different. Uh, ELO is a different ranking system, which we actually think is more accurate. And in that one, Indonesia is uh, 138th and Brunei is 231st. And I got to say uh, that I think ELO is more correct in this one. Uh, FIFA has Brunei just 41 points behind Indonesia, whereas ELO has them uh, almost 100 points uh, behind. And I really think uh, ELO is closer to the mark there. Uh, in terms of um, uh, FIFA rankings over time, um, Indonesia has kind of been up and down between about 175 and 150. Uh, but right now they're at their strongest point uh, that they have been in the last 10 years at 150. Uh, so they are kind of in good form. And the same is true in the uh, um, in the ELO rankings where they've kind of ranged between uh, 150 and 140, but they did drop into the 170s uh, around the time of their suspension or shortly after, so uh, around 2019. Uh, but they've risen up uh, actually quite quickly over the past little while. So if it wasn't bad enough for uh, Brunei, they seem to be running into a strong team that's uh, in improving form. For Brunei's part, they've always been very low 
um, in the FIFA rankings always between about 195 and 180 and they're really not changing that much uh, as time has gone on same is true in the ELO rankings that they've they've always been around 225 and are right now at uh, 231 Uh, okay, let's look at the head-to-head -head rankings and we see we see that Indonesia and Brunei have met only one time at least in World Cup and Asian Cup qualifying. We're thinking of adding the local meetings uh, uh, to our record, but we haven't done that uh, yet. Anyway, in those two big competitions, they've only met once and that was in the 1972 Asian Cup. Uh, not that relevant, but uh, Indonesia won nine nothing um and so um have always been a lot stronger than brunei uh, actually the two did meet in the recent uh, 2022 asean cup as we saw and indonesia won seven nothing so things haven't changed that much and uh well let's see what the odds makers uh see uh if they give a uh, uh, Indian, oh sorry Brunei any sort of a chance here but uh, we haven't been able to find odds over the two games so we only are able to find odds for the first game which is Indonesia at home so on top of all the advantages they enjoy these odds are also for their home leg so you can uh, kind of guess where this is going to go uh, it is a 99% chance of Indonesia winning and uh, they give Brunei a 1.6% chance uh, of winning this uh, home leg. And we won't get into the mathematical reasons of why it doesn't add up to 100%. Um, and I would say it's not going to be that much different over overall, uh, over the two games. Um, I think maybe Brunei uh, would get maybe 3 to 5%. Uh, if they're lucky, but chances are Indonesia will win the home game by a fairly large margin. And even if Brunei managed to get a tie at home, it probably won't be enough to overcome the first game. You can see I'm kind of getting into the discussion uh, already. But in short, this is uh, one of the, I think, probably the most one-sided of the preliminary matchups and a little unfair to Brunei to be meeting uh, such a strong team in the preliminary round. Um, and uh, there's little to say. I think Indonesia will have no trouble uh, dispatching Brunei here. And um, Brunei only earns points against the very weakest in the region, really just East Timor. And it would be a miracle if they took even a point here. Actually, I think a more realistic goal for Brunei will be to try to keep the uh, scoreline respectable and avoid something like the, the previous meetings of these teams, 9 nothing or 7 nothing losses. Uh, I think if they if they lose, say, 2 or 3 nothing, they can count that uh, as a bit of a success, 2 or 3 nothing in the, uh, in the home leg. I don't see them... Uh, the only way I see them taking a point in the away leg is if Indonesia win by such a big margin in the first leg that they play B-team players in the second leg, uh, then maybe Brunei can snatch a, uh, a point off of it. But um, uh, things looking pretty grim there. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of uh, set eight, Indonesia versus Brunei. And we look forward to meeting you 
And next time when we look at set nine, Chinese Taipei versus East Timor. We would like to thank Pixabay and Amaxi for the use of the music in this series titled Caledon or Caledon Flute Beat.